0: Mackenzie Johnston with Livestock Digital Daily, bringing you your September 16th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. With over 20 years of experience, AgRisk Advisors offers transparent and honest advice for your operation. They offer insurance solutions that help you minimize risk and maximize profitability. They might not be able to make it rain, but they can sure ease the pain. If you want to learn more about pasture range Land Forage Insurance, I encourage you to reach out to AgRisk Advisors. They can help you understand what PRF insurance is all about and what it can do for your operation. Our family ranch here in central Nebraska has been working with AgRisk Advisors over the last year And besides the great insurance products that they offer, their customer service is top notch. So if you are looking for any kind of insurance on your operation, I encourage you to reach out to AgRisk Advisors. Drovers has reported a complaint filed in the Southern District of Iowa claims that nine of Beyond Meat's products contain less protein than the company actually claims. The plaintiffs argue that Beyond Meat miscalculated and overstated the protein content and quality in nine separate products on their labeling website and promotional and marketing materials. Additionally, the plaintiffs claim the fake meat company misleads consumers into believing that the products provide equivalent nutritional benefits to that found in traditional meat-based products. Court documents explain... That lab testing revealed the daily value percentage of protein in all nine of the products is actually less than the daily value percent percentage represented by Beyond Meat. The plaintiffs include three consumers from across the U.S. who have purchased Beyond Meat products over the last few months. The plaintiffs also argue that they would have never purchased the products had they known that they were being lied to when it came to protein content. Reuters has reported... Early on Thursday morning, Biden announced major U.S. railroads and unions secured a tentative deal after 20 hours of intense talks. If workers accept the deal, they will see an immediate 14.1 percent wage increase, along with exceptions to employer attendance policies that will allow them to seek certain types of medical care without fear of being punished. So the unions, they will now go ahead and vote on this agreement. And even if the votes fail, a rail shutdown that could have happened as soon as uh, midnight on Friday has been averted for several weeks due to the standard language included in this deal. So if the, deal, if the deal had not come together, a rail shutdown could have frozen almost 30% of U.S. cargo shipments by weight. It would have stoked inflation, cost the U.S. The US economy as much as $2 billion a day, and unleashed a cascade of transport woes uh, affecting U.S. energy, agriculture, manufacturing, healthcare, and retail sectors. So a little history, recent history, on our U.S. rail industry. Over the last six years, the railroad industry has slashed almost 30% of its workforce, cutting pay and other costs as they increased profits, stock buybacks and dividends for investors. Profits at billionaire uh, billionaire Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, which owns BNSF, rose 9.2% in the most recent quarter to $1.7 billion. The number of U.S. railway workers has dropped from 600,000 back in 1970 to about 150,000 in 2022, and this is due to technology and cost cutting. Newsweek has reported, "In in an executive order, President Biden has said his administration is formal, is formally backing biotechnology, which includes new developments such as lab grown meat. The executive order stated the U.S. government is dedicated to investing in biotechnology that will advance the nation's uh, food the nation's food security. The order acknowledges the promise of cultivating alternative food sources and looking to improve food security and drive agricultural innovation through new technology, including foods made from cultured animal cells. The funny thing about this whole push to move uh, towards meat grown in a lab versus traditional meat is that there was a study that came out back in 2019 from Oxford University, excuse me, from the University of Oxford that warned the energy used to grow meat could release more greenhouse gases than cattle currently do so we all know that cattle they are a drop in the bucket when it comes to greenhouse gas emissions agriculture agriculture as a whole uh, it, it is always uh, a scapegoat when it comes to climate change but we all know it is not the problem. Regardless, there has been this study that has, that has came out from Oxford that says if you actually uh, go down this road of pivoting towards meat grown in a lab, it will actually be worse for the climate than traditional meat. Today's cattle market highlights are brought to you by Circle 5 Cow School. If you want to learn how to pre your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they're hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. They do a fantastic job. Here on September 30th and October 1st, they're going to be hosting a school down in Somerset, Kentucky. If you are down in that area, I encourage you to check it out, or if you just want to check out their schedule, head on over to their website, www.circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there, or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. Rabo Bank has reported, according to Lance Zimmerman, North American beef analyst with Rabo Bank, current cattle herd contraction in the US is almost entirely, entirely environmentally driven by the drought, and he expects to see liquidation continue through 2023 and possibly into 2024. The industry is on pace to have a beef cow herd calling rate this year of 13.5%, something that we have never seen before. Along with other analysts, Zimmerman believes that by the end of this liquidation cycle, domestic cow herd numbers will be close to the numbers that we saw back in 2014 and 2015 when we had that terrible drought uh, all throughout cattle country. So one thing that's different about this herd liquidation phase compared to what we saw about 10 years ago is uh, right now we're experiencing incredibly high freight costs that uh, that is making shipping hay basically impossible. You cannot justify the fact of shipping hay across the country like we could 10 years ago. Back in 2014, 2015, you always saw hay, uh, hay being moved and you do see it today, but not to that extent. And again, it just comes down to the mere fact that uh, freight costs are just so darn high. And with the current forecast calling for La Nina to stick around the rest of the year, there just isn't a lot of relief in sight. Rabble Bank recently came out with a report detailing how consumers will react to even higher beef prices with such high, uh, with such a high level of herd liquidation. And according to the report, many consumers will trade to lower value beef cuts or cheaper proteins altogether. That is all I have for you guys. That is all I have for you guys this week. I hope everyone has had a great week. I hope some of you folks out there caught some rain over the past day. We only caught some sprinkles, but can't really complain. It has finally cooled off. I hope you all have a great weekend and I'll catch you next week.